Since I've been in my mother's womb, I've been a threat to this society. Hatred in the eyes when they smile at me. Envy of my pedigree. Oh, you can try, but you can never be. Skin black at the oil, we deep like the sand seas. Covered up the face of the judging kings. Still at the neck, fighting with the beast. And Babylon gon' burn with that fervent heat. Hot flesh dripping like wax, now that's a sight to see. Huh? We ain't them niggas that we used to be. Water steady rising as we praise the king. Patience, so I keep the peace. But there's a day when we gon' break the teeth. Why I'm pressed, treating on those who ain't gon' bow the knee. In history, gonna erase y'all. Misplaced, perfects the X, couldn't locate y'all. In history, gonna erase y'all. Misplaced, perfects the X, couldn't locate y'all. Ah, cut the tongue from the dragon's mouth. Seven heads come to notice what we pray about. Prophesying against these nations, all they talk about. I'm rude, boy. Stump your toes, you need Padaya trust. <laughs> no love, no infinity. For a heathen, I tilt the crowd 28 degrees. Who's watching? You watching? We watching like who's there creeping in my window? Me and you, we from the same stock. In our past life, we used to all kick it in the same pot. Join together, they cannot stop. In the heart of the beast, we a problem. We like a blood clot. They try to bury us to say not. They didn't forgot to see the Jacob. They start a war to keep us in nut. Them prophets back from the third and fourth generation to bring salvation into a chosen nation. Get them this here and let them ride to it. Give it a minute, let them ride to it. We in your city, this the God tour. We gon' flock to them, don't worry about how we don't do it. Let's go! Just give them this and let them ride to it. Give it a minute, let them ride to it. We in your city, this the God tour. We gon' flock to them, don't worry about how we gon' do it. Let's go! Yeah, my Christ dark like that XO. Caesar can't stand next to Mention another idol, but may mention where I dress you. They don't understand, cause it's not fitted for the fact. Fly in the next two, style be so special. Them the extraterrestrial, deaf to all the burials and burials. Give them something spiritual, something they can see, but they can feel it though. They done cut the Holy Ghost, straight up up the scriptures though. Yeah, they done cut the Holy Ghost, straight up up the scriptures though. And now you know. You are now listening to The Forefront, teaching the blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans that you are the children of Israel according to the Bible. In this podcast, we go over prophecy and biblical things to uh, give you insight on these last days. All right, today's class is called Chemical Warfare from then to now. Chemical Warfare from then to now. Uh, get Amos 3 and 7. Officer Joshua, uh, Officer. <laughs> Soldier Joshua, you back there? Yes, sir. Oh, praises. Go ahead, bro. Amos 3 and 7. 
the book of Amos, chapter 3 and verse 7. Surely the Lord God will do nothing, uh -huh. but he revealeth his secret unto his servants, the prophets. So it's things that the Lord reveals to us, but he reveals them through his servants, his prophets, his teachers, his leaders of his congregation. Hey, what was that scripture you pulled today, Razzies? Get that, 2 Chronicles 20, 20. Hey, I'm going to remember that precept for now on. Get that, 2 Chronicles 20 and 20. That was a heavy precept, man. The book of 2 Chronicles. That's a real 20. armor bearer. Read that. And verse 20. And they rose early in the morning. Come on. And went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. Uh-huh. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, Read. and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Come on. Believe in the Lord your God. Read. So shall ye be established. Believe his prophets. Believe what? Believe his prophets. Read on. So shall ye prosper. Go back to Amos 37. God says, believe his prophets. Because the brother said, what, what the brother said? Yeah, he said, why should we believe what you're saying? Say, so I know what you're saying is true. Right. Razzy pulled a, a heavy precept. God says, believe my prophets. Why? Amos 3 and 7 again. Amos chapter 3 and verse 7. Come on. Surely the Lord God will do nothing. He will do nothing. Watch this. But he revealeth his secret. He reveals the secret things. Unto his servants, Come on. the prophets. That's why when you listen to bishop and the captains and the deacons, they're able to take every single a subject matter throughout the world and match it with scriptures. Give you the biblical understanding of every type of scenario you could think of. That's because the Lord has revealed his secrets to them. And he said, listen to my prophets. Luke 12 and 2. And there's so much wickedness out there, man, that we don't, we are unbeknownst to. And, and, and we're going to learn some wickedness today that I guarantee you a lot of us have never even heard of. Luke 12 and 2. The book of Luke, chapter 12 and verse 2. Come on. For there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed. God says there's nothing covered that shall not be revealed. Read on. Neither hid that shall not be known. That's going also into our sin, what we do in the dark. But it's also going into Esau's imaginations, what Esau has devised, what these nations have devised to kill us, to put us to death. Things that we don't even know about. Read on. Verse 3. Come on. Therefore, whatsoever ye have spoken in darkness Read. shall be heard in the light. Job 34 and 21. The Lord will reveal all wickedness. You can't hide wickedness from God, whether you Israel or Esau <laughs> or Ishmael. The Lord say, I hear it all and I see it all. You make it harder from me. You make it harder from Cap. You make it harder from Officer Elishua. But the Lord said, my angels see you. And they're reporting back on your wickedness. Read the Job 34, 21. Job chapter 34 and verse 21. Read. For his eyes are upon the ways of man. God says, my eyes are upon the ways of man. Read on. And he seeth all his going. He do what? Seeth all his going. God says, I see every. Y'all ever walked throughout the, y'all ever like walked through a dark alley or something or down the street and you know nobody around but you feel like somebody watching you? Like, dang, why I feel like somebody watching me? That's because God watching you. <laughs> the angel is watching. <laughs> I feel like that sometimes too. 
or right before you about to do some wickedness, you feel like somebody watching you. <laughs> yeah, that's God watching you. That's God. Oh, you know, you know, sometimes like like when I see people, you know, how back in school when you could text on your phone, so you'd be like this underneath the chair, you'd be texting. Some people still do that in here. <laughs> Some people still do that in here, be texting on the low. Yeah. You know, you know, you're supposed to be doing it. Uh, what verse you at, Joshua? Still 21, sir. Read on. For his eyes are upon the ways of man. Come on. And he seeth all his going. He seeth all his going. Read. There is no darkness nor shadow of death mm-hmm. where the workers of iniquity may hide themselves. Y'all, y'all see that? God says there's no darkness or shadow of death where the workers of iniquity can hide themselves. No, no, that mean, that mean, you know, in the dark, you can't see nothing. God says, I see you. God sees you. Let's get a definition of chemical warfare. Let's get that definition. God says, I see all the wickedness. Blow it up. Chemical warfare. Go ahead, Joshua. Chemical warfare. Tactical warfare using substances such as incendiary mixtures, smoke, or gases with irritant, burning, poisonous, or asphyxiating properties. Y'all know what tactical means? Who knows? Tactical, tactical, tactical. Right here, Officer Shem. Let's see what tactical says. Tactical warfare. Read on. Go ahead. Tactical means uh, it's thought out. Right, right. It's precise. That means they planned this thing out. It's tactical warfare uh, using chemical agents to destroy, burn, irritate, etc. Go go back to the definition. Go down to the uh, synonyms. We should have some, right? Nope, I guess not. All right, that's good. Go to Deuteronomy 28. So we know that this month is uh, Black History Month, right? Who knew, who knew this about Black History Month? Raise your hand. No, you should know. I mean. Hey, I'm still waiting on it. Anybody been told Happy Black History Month yet? Not one person. I know I haven't. Nope. Not at all. Not, don't, don't even mention it at work. Nope. Look right over it. I told a brother Black History Month. He looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> Happy Black History Month, brother. He's like, oh, wow. And hey, guess what they had on? A dashiki. <laughs> I just knew this brother was in the spirit. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, I'm, I, I'm about to get me one here today. Hey, black hey, I checked the brother in. Hey, I black history, my brother. He, look. I said, dang, bro, it's, it's our it's our it's our month. Right. It's, right, I know. Supposedly, you know, the brother had on his dashiki. I said, hey, this brother knows something. <laughs> Go to uh, Deuteronomy 28 and verse 15. So we know this so-called Black Black History Month, and don't don't get it twisted, uh, so-called Hispanics and Americans, you are involved in the word black, and we gonna prove it today. We gonna prove it today. Read that Deuteronomy chapter twenty-eight and verse fifteen. Hey, you gotta read strong, brother. Come on. But it shall come to pass. There we go. Read it if again. thou wilt not hearken, read it, read it again. But it shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. If thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. If thou wilt not hearken unto the voice. Brothers, where is God's voice? Where is God's voice? In the Bible. 
Absolutely. If we should not hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, read on, to observe, to do, to do mm -hmm. all his commandments read. and his statutes, which I command thee this day, read on, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Now, we read this all the time. We read this verse all the time. Uh, MOV, raise your hand. MOV, raise your hand. Uh, Manessa, what does it mean when it says, shall come upon thee and overtake thee? Uh, these curses are going to come upon us, and pretty much there's nothing we could do to escape them. Pretty much, or? We cannot escape them. Right. No matter what happens, we cannot escape these curses. And you know what's crazy? And, 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 and we're going to get into it, because some people in here got good houses. Got nice cars. You know, brothers be buying new cars. They ain't going to say no names. Ain't going to say no names. Brothers buying Mercedes Benzes and and BMWs and, you know, Traverses. Ain't going to say no names. <laughs> ain't going to say no names. Brother got two houses, a boat. <laughs> ain't going to say no names, though. That brother better be giving alms. Ain't going to say no names. Not a canoe, a boat. <laughs> a boat. Brother, hey, the brother can have his own quest. Quest seven. <laughs> but hey, the brother's here, Cap. I ain't gonna say no names, but bro, you know who you are. I ain't gonna say no names. <laughs> Quest seven. <laughs> but the Lord say they shall overtake us. So even you got a good job, you got a good place to stay, you are still cursed. And you don't even know. A lot of us don't even know. A lot of us don't feel cursed. Ooh, that's a good one. A lot of us don't feel cursed. But watch, watch after this class today. You're going to see. You're going to feel cursed today. The Lord going to put on you the realness. Uh, where we at? Verse 15. Just Read verse 15 again. The last verse part. 15. But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe to do all his commandments. Observe to do. Read on. And his statutes, uh -huh. which I command thee this day, come on, that all these curses, all these curses, shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Brothers, name me a curse. Name, just throw it out there. Broke? Who said broke? Brother, that is you on point, bro. I'm broke. That's why we live. You know, we're the only people in the world that live from tax season to tax season. We can't wait to, hey, we have, we plan babies around tax season. I'm I'm, I'm make sure I'm going to get you pregnant this month. So by November, you had a baby. So January, the tax money dropped. Boom! We got so, we ready. We good. <laughs> I know one, one baby going to get me four grand off rent. Brand new baby. One month, two months old. That's, that's how we are. We live tax season to tax season, man. Y'all know that's oppression? You you best believe that because just think about this. You think um, them brothers out there that are baby daddies and women that are baby mamas, you think they actually love them kids? No. You can see it in the actions. They got six, seven kids, and they running around, snotty, no, no shoes on their feet, sit them down in front of the TV, or grandma take care of them to make sure they even stay alive. They having those kids for tax money. And then they be fighting over who can claim them. Right. You claim them this year. I claim. You claim for the first three years. I'm going to claim for the last 18 years of his life, all right? But yeah, they be fighting over that thing, man. 
That's oppression, man. We the only race of people that does that. White people don't do that. White people, I'm going to tell you something. White people, and this is what I learned. Esau, uh, they get all their money off front. I, I think you told me this. They get all their money off front. Yeah, I, I read it in a book back in the day. He said, I'm not waiting at the end of the year to, to get, I need all my money now. Now. That's what he said, they don't worry about taxes. That's why during tax season, Esau hate tax season because they know they got to spend money. They owe the government. Negroes and Hispanics, we can't wait for tax season. That's when I. That's when we got the best credit scores. <laughs> that's when you plan on getting a new car. That, hey, hey, that, that's when all, all the uh, Renaissance uh, uh, strive. Yeah, flourish. That's when we get all the big rims. Brothers come with brand new shoes. Brothers can't wait for tax season. Go ahead, officer. You got some. Hey, get uh, verse forty nine. But we curse y'all. We are cursed, and we're going to go over how chemically warfare, we all in the midst of chemical warfare, all of us. Read verse 49. Verse 49. The Lord shall bring a nation against thee Come on. from far. From far. From the end of the earth. From far, from the end of the earth. You know how they say, oh, well, the Irish wanted to slavery. Well, they was enslaved by people that was only 50 miles from them. <laughs> okay, let's just say. Well, they brothers took them into slavery. There's only slaves from people around the corner. <laughs> God says the Israelites would be enslaved from a nation that was far from them. Read on. From the end of the earth. From the end of the earth. As swift as the eagle flyeth. Well, who's the eagle, y'all? We all know who's the eagle. MOV, raise your hand. MOV, MOV, MOV. Uh, let me get Michael. Who's the eagle? What's the attribute of an eagle? Esau. What's the attribute of an eagle? Oh, it, it flies very high and uh-huh. it, it comes down and take the stuff that's on the ground, the predators. What, right. East, the eagle is a predator. Correct. Right. A- absolutely. And it's fierce. Y'all know the eagle. I, I watch videos. Eagles take goats and throw them off of mountains. Goat be climbing a mountain. Man. <laughs> The eagle come and grab that goat, throw him off the mountain, bro. <laughs> y'all know how decisive that is? Y'all know how, how much planning going to that? Well, they, they wait for you to climb the mountain, then throw you off the mountain to kill you so they can eat you. Think about that. Hey, Cap. Go the, ahead, eagle, the eagle is tactical right. and strategic. Yep. Just, hey, just like Esau. Tactical. What was the definition of chemical warfare? Tactical warfare. Very tactical. Read that verse again. Verse 49. Mm-hmm. The Lord shall bring a nation against thee Come from on. far. A nation from afar. From a the- nation equivalates to what, brothers? A people. A race. Read on. From the end of the earth. From the end of the earth. Read on. As swift as the eagle flieth. Attributes of the eagle and their symbol is the eagle. Read on. A nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand. Read. A nation of fierce. Of what? Fierce. Stop. Let's get that definition of fierce. A nation of fierce. Brothers, this is this is history. We need to learn this. This is the, the milk. If you don't know this, you can never teach the basic on the street. This is the foundation. Uh, read that. 
definition of fierce violently hostile or aggressive in temperament violently hostile or aggressive in temperament watch verse b given to fighting or killing giving to fighting or killing god says this nation that come against you they will be go, go back to the definition this nation will be violent hostile and aggressive in temperament Given to fighting and killing. The, <laughs> tell you, man, the Bible is very descriptive, man. The Bible is very descriptive. The Lord tells you these people that come, they coming to kill. Don't give a dog on the view of man or woman or a child. Keep reading. Go tell you. Keep reading. Come on. A nation of fierce countenance, which shall not regard the person of the old, nor show favor to the young. And we're going to prove to y'all today just how we are still in warfare today with our young, with our women, with our elderly, with our men. Esau is still at war with us. Mm. I, go ahead. Go the ahead. Irish don't fit that. Nah. Nah. Don't fit not one of that. Don't fit that. They understood who they was talking to. Absolutely. They understood all of that. Think about it. When they came over here. Think about us when we got to this side of the earth. That definition of fierce, was that happening to us on that boat? It was. What about the Irish people? That can't be them. We had a, a brother brought it up today. The Irish went to slavery. No, they didn't. They was indigent servants. They were paid to serve. Brothers, what were we paid with? Death. Sisters, what y'all was paid with? De rapes. Rapings, molestations, death. That's what we was paid with. Uh, get Michael 2 and 1. So, you know, just so y'all keep the thought, we're going we gonna to go over chemical warfare today. Chemical warfare. Because I know America is the home of the free land of the brave. I mean, slave. <laughs> home of the free land of the brave. Oh, I'm sorry, I mean, slave. Land of the slave. And they say everyone's free in America. You can be the best you can be. Have you ever seen Zootopia? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Sister, I know y'all seen it because I watched it a million times. Brothers, you ever seen Zootopia? David, I see you see Zootopia, right? Y'all know Zootopia is equivalent to America. See, see, y'all don't know. See, see, uh, Esau put in the cartoons, and y'all didn't even pick up on it. You could be anything. Well, a rabbit can be a police officer. Right. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Go ahead. And the animals that were in there that were how they want to go back to their original way, they thought they were crazy. Right. Yeah. They thought they were crazy. Yeah. Those, hey, you the Israelites. Nah, they crazy. Nah, them crazy niggas over there. They crazy. And and the the, the fox was actually Jake. See y'all. I'm saying y'all gotta look at it. Well, go home and watch Utopia tonight, or watch it tomorrow with your kids. I'm telling you, the fox, the animals was Jake. No, the, the predators were Jake. The predators was Jake, and everybody looking at them. Uh, uh, what, what's the what's the term? Uh, racial profiling. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a fox. Yeah. We don't serve to your kind. Right, right. Just the same thing, y'all. Same as that thing. <laughs> I'm telling you, hey, when we watch movies. I'm telling you, we, we see that thing from a spiritual point of view. Hell, I had to watch Matrix with my wife last night. And we had to pause. I think we paused it like 10 times. What does this mean? She kept asking me questions. All praises. Uh, go to Micah 2-1. And I seen heavy, though. When, uh, when, when, when Neo get freed, and he said, my eyes hurt. 
And Morpheus says, because you never used them. I said, oh, damn. All praises. Give Micah 2 and 1. The book of Micah, chapter 2 and verse 1. Go ahead. Woe to them that devise iniquity and work evil upon their bed. Who's this talking about, y'all? Esau, the white man. God says, woe to them, destruction to them. Read it again. Woe to them that devise iniquity. That devise iniquity. And work evil upon their bed. Stop. Get a definition of devise. We're going to look these words up today. Let's get the definition of devise. Go ahead. Devise. To form in hold on, the mind. Hold on, hold on. X that out. There we go. Go ahead. To form in the mind by new combinations. Watch this. Or applications of ideas or principles. Watch the synonym. Invent. Invent. <laughs> the Bible says that Esau ponders and invents ways to kill you. Read Micah 2 and 1 again. Micah chapter 2 and verse 1. Go ahead. Woe to them that devise iniquity. Woe to them that creates events, iniquity, or wicked creations, read. And work evil upon their beds. You know what I mean? That mean they, they, when they home, they ain't doing nothing but thinking about events to kill you. Read on. When the morning is light, they practice it. Now, when the morning light, they do what? They practice it. They put it to action. And guess who they practicing on? Us. They practicing on us. And when they people get involved in it, they be like, oh, well, you're just a casualty of war. Because that's what goes on. A lot of times when they do stuff to us, they may have a few hundreds of their people that get infected too. And they don't give a doggone. They just casualties of war. But the sole purpose is to kill the Israelites. Watch this. Uh, keep going. Because it is in the power of their hand. Because they have the what? It is in the power of their hand. You understand? That's a heavy script. God says they have the power to do that. They have the power. Who runs the world, y'all? Esau. God, they, they have the power in their hand. We read Job, what is that, Job now 24? The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. Let's get that real quick. They said they have the power in their hand. Get Job 9, 24. The book of Job, chapter 9 and verse 24. Read on. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. Hold that. Go back to Micah 2 and read that last part again. Micah chapter 2, verse 1 at the end. Because it is in the power of their hand. <laughs> God tell you who this hand is. God tell you what hand this belongs to. Talk about Esau. Get Habakkuk 2 and 4. I want y'all to pay attention. I'm telling you, when, when I was going over this, man, I was amazed. I'm like, goodness gracious, they are really the devil. And y'all going to see it. If some of y'all still, you know, it's crazy. A lot of us sit in here, but in the back of my mind, we, in the back of our mind, we still fighting with the fact that the white man can't make it. It's the truth. It's the truth. I know it's the truth. A lot of us in here still fighting with the fact that the Chinese man, the white man, can't make it. The white woman can't make it. And that's fine. That's fine. We just pray that you eventually overcome that thought. Overcome it and pray for victory. Uh, Habakkuk 2 and 4. The book of Habakkuk, chapter 2 and verse 4. Behold, his soul, which is lifted up, is not upright in him. God says... The white man, his soul, his spirit, ain't no right in him. Y'all know what that mean? Bro, brothers, brothers, what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> you right. 
Uh, what's your name again, brother? No. John Levi. I'm sorry. I ain't seen you at MOV in a while. I, I, I forget your name when you don't come. I'm sorry. Go ahead, brother. Um, when it says his soul is not upright, that mm-hmm. means everything he does is pure destruction. It's evil. That yeah. means from the time they, when they crying, they lying. Like a, Devil. a Klondike bar can't fix his soul. Nah. Therapy can't fix this man's nah, soul. Nothing. The Bible can't fix this nah. man's soul. That means they could do any. They could do all the righteousness in the world. God says they are still evil. Their soul ain't upright enough. Y'all know that mean? That mean we the only people that re- that can't repent. The blacks and Spanish and Americans are the only righteous people on the face of the planet. Y'all are only the righteous people. Now I say the righteous is more excellent than his neighbor, but the wicked seduces them. So you ask yourself, I mean, are you exhibiting righteousness or are you exhibiting those of the wicked? Because if you are, I mean, you're following after your oppressor. Uh, go get the Wikipedia. Oh, oh I'm sorry. We ain't finished the Beckett 2. Finish the Beckett 2 and 4. Chapter 2, verse 4. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him. Come on. But the just shall live by his faith. The just shall live by faith. Read on. Yea, also, because he transgresseth by wine, he is a proud man. Come on. Neither keepeth at home. Transgresseth by lies. What does wine mean, brothers? What's the script? Where is this? Micah 2 and 11. All praises. Read on. Who enlargeth his desire as hell. Who do what? Enlargeth his desire as hell. Read on. And is as death. And is as what? As death. God says they're death. God calls them death. You know what I mean? I mean, wherever they go, they bring what? Death. Their first thought is what? Death. Even from the medicine that they quote, quote unquote heal you with, their end result is what? You're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> so that, when you look out into to history, all you got to do is look who has brought the most death on the earth. You can these are the these are the people the wicked. This is the wicked. They brought the most death on the face of the earth everywhere they have gone. No other nation goes into different nations and be like, you know what? Democracy is going to be here or Sharia law is gonna be here. No other place does that. No Muslim people don't do that. Moab ain't pushing communism on nobody else. It's one people on the face of the earth that is pushing democracy, their way of living on everybody. That's death. Yep, and that's it, right. Or like you said, or you're gonna die. But watch this though, watch this. Get Wikipedia. Get Wikipedia. Give me Native American disease and epidemics. Like I said, we're going to go over chemical warfare from then to now. Chemical warfare from then to now. Get me Native American disease and epidemics. I try not to do no videos because YouTube stay blocking us for videos. So we're going to do Wikipedia when they can't block Wikipedia. Can't block them. Uh, You're going to read... In pre-Columbian times, we're gonna read quick. We're gonna do a lot of reading today. This is Black History, y'all. <laughs> read that. In pre-Columbian times, a variety of diseases existed in the Americas. The limited populations and interactions between those populations, as compared to places like Europe, hampered the development of widespread deadly diseases in the Americas. Hey, hey turn them up, y'all. Turn them up. Go ahead. 
One notable disease of American origin is syphilis. Aside from that, most of the major epidemic diseases we are familiar with today originated in the old world. What's this? The American era of limited disease ended with the arrival of Europeans, Europeans in the Americas and the Colombian exchange of organisms, including those that cause human diseases. Mm. European diseases and epidemics, while still present among Native American populations today, were especially influential in Native American life of the past. Go down to European contact. What's this, y'all? European contact. Go down to European contact, and you're going to go, and you're going to read the arrival of the Europeans. European contact. The arrival of Europeans also brought on the Colombian exchange. Mm -hmm. During this period, European settlers brought many different technologies and lifestyles with them. Arguably, the most harmful effect of this exchange was the arrival and spread of disease. Stop. Y'all see that? It says the harmful part of this exchange was the arrival and spread of diseases. They didn't have diseases before Esau got here. Keep going. Numerous diseases were brought to North America, including smallpox. Smallpox. Bubonic plague. Bubonic plague. Chickenpox. Who ever had chickenpox in here? I, I had it. I had, and you know what they say, everybody will eventually get chicken pucks. Either you get it as chicken pucks or you get it as shingles. When you get old and it's shingles, that's that same virus that lays dormant in you that's called chicken pucks when you get it when you're young. Ain't that something? I'm telling you, man, we're the, hey, we're the Mr. Warfare, y'all. We know. Cholera. The common cold. The co common, who here got a cold? Brothers want to raise their head. They're scared. Oh, damn. He's going to make me go home. <laughs> I think I got the coronavirus. I ain't going to say nothing. <laughs> hey, brother. Hey, brother. Call this. Oh, damn. I'm trying to stay to the end of the Sabbath. <laughs> but watch this. Though. Why every year we get what? The common cold. And they say it's common. So, therefore, you shouldn't worry about it. You know your body is fighting a virus every single year? It's a virus that's in you that your body got to fight every year. Every year of your life, you, you get sick. The same sickness for your whole life. That's not normal, man. That's not normal. That's chemical warfare. We don't. Go Influenza, go ahead. Malaria, measles, scarlet fever, sexually transmitted diseases. Stop. Stop. It says Esau brought sexual transmitted diseases. So you tell me there was no STDs on this continent before Esau got here. Ooh, for you, uh, Edomite lovers out there, there was no STDs on the continent. Go ahead, keep reading. Come on. Typhoid. Typhus, mm -hmm. tuberculosis, tuberculosis, Read. and pertussis. Each of these brought destruction through sweeping epidemics Go ahead. involving disability, Keep going. illness, and extensive death. It says each of these brought destruction through sweeping epidemics. That means when it caught fire, it burnt everything. Read on. 
Arriving Europeans infected with diseases either possessed them in a dormant state or were not adequately quarantined, allowing the diseases to spread into epidemics. The trade of Native American captives and the use of commercial trade routes contributed to the spread of disease. Now watch this. It said Esau spread it, sexually transmitted disease. How would you spread an STD, brothers? Through sex. So, I mean, what were they doing? They was raping the women. They was raping the men to spread that thing. Even when they gave, uh, um, and we're going to read about it, uh, the uh, Tuskegee experiment. And, and we're going to bring that up too. Syphilis. Syphilis is a, uh, what is it called? A genetically passed down uh, disease. If your mother got it, it's a chance that you got it. It's in a dormant state. Tell y'all, man, hey, chemical warfare, y'all. Prepare yourself. Keep going. The diseases brought by Europeans are not easily tracked. Breathe. Since there were numerous outbreaks and all were not equally recorded. Suzanne Austin Alkin writes that indirect evidence suggests that some serious illnesses may have arrived with the 1,500 colonists who accompanied Columbus's second expedition in 1493. And by the end of 1494, disease and famine had claimed two-thirds of the Spanish settlers. Go ahead. The most destructive disease brought by Europeans was smallpox. Again? The most destructive disease brought by Europeans was smallpox. Y'all see that? Esau brought diseases to the continent of America. Ain't no coincidence, y'all. Ain't no coincidence that where the majority of all the people are. Well, the majority of, of Israel, are, y'all, right here on this continent, ain't no coincidence, y'all. Read on. Right, running the first. The first. Go ahead. The first well-documented smallpox epidemic happened in 1518. The Lakota Indians called the disease the running face sickness. Oh, y'all see that? The gag called it the running face. That mean your face would just fall off your your head. Ow! I can't imagine that. Go ahead. Smallpox was lethal to many Native Americans, mm-hmm. bringing sweeping epidemics and affecting the same tribes repeatedly. Certain cultural and biological traits made Native Americans more susceptible to these diseases. Emphasis placed on visiting the sick led to the spread of disease Watch this. through continual contact. Native Americans first exposed to these diseases also had an approach to illness relating primarily to religious beliefs. See that? It's a... It's a gad. The way they would be cured from diseases, they would go to what? Their religious belief. Ain't no coincidence. Keep going. Watch this. Their societies typically believe that disease is caused by either a lack of charm use, an intrusion of an object by means of sorcery, or the free soul's absence from the body. All witchcraft. All idolatry. Read on. Disease was understood to enter the body if one is not protected by the spirits. All witchcraft. Go ahead. As it is a natural occurrence. Religious powers were called on to cure diseases in the practice shamanism. All witchcraft. It's a reason. Go down to biological warfare. Go to biological warfare and you're going to read. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, You're going to read all the way down. Go ahead. 
Biological warfare. Biological warfare. Mm -hmm. The spread of disease from European contact was not always accidental. Mm -hmm. The related immunity of European populations to such diseases meant that they could serve as an effective biological weapon. Chemical warfare. Y'all see that? Esau said, man, we can use these as a weapon. We can use smallpox as a weapon. We can use STDs as a weapon. Do y'all know Esau... In Colombia, and we're going to read it, in Colombia, in the jail cells, in California, in Louisiana, they use prostitutes with tra uh, sexual transmitted disease to go into the prisons and sleep with the prisoners to give them STDs. Tell y'all, man, uh, man, what Esau's doing, man, is evil, man. And we're going to go over it. We're going to go over it. Diabolical. Uh, keep going. The siege of Fort Pitt took place during June and July 1763 mm -hmm. in what is now the city of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, United States. The siege was a part of Pontiac's war, an effort by Native Americans. Go down to this event is best known. This event is best known as an early instance of biological warfare. Chemical warfare. In which the British gave items from a smallpox infirmary as gifts to Native American emissaries, Turtle Heart and Mamalty, with the hope of spreading the deadly disease to nearby tribes, mm -hmm. as documented in William Trent's journal. It says the British, they had a smallpox infirmary. Y'all know what an infirmary is? Who knows? Shim, what is an infirmary? Say it on the mic, on the mic, on the mic. You got to turn it on. Keep, hey, keep the mics on, y'all. Go ahead, go ahead. Just, just shout it. It's like a hospital. Right. You know, you know what they call it today? The center of what? Disease control. That's what they call it today. Where they got all the diseases in a lab, and they supposedly making cures for. All of them got what? Serial numbers. That means this, this thing go way back. It's the same thing, y'all. Read on. The effectiveness is unknown, yeah, although right. the method used is inefficient compared to respiratory transmission, and any results of these attempts to spread the disease are difficult to differentiate from naturally occurring epidemics. Mm -hmm. Colonist accounts of smallpox go effects. Down, go down to impact on population numbers real quick. Go down to impact on population numbers. We're going to go many Native American tribes experience. Many Native American tribes experience great depopulation, averaging 25 to 50% of the tribe's members lost to disease. At what? Read it again. 25 to 50% of the tribe's members lost to disease. 25 to 50% of GAD was put to death because of these diseases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put, uh, click on the chart. Look at that chart over. These are the diseases, and this is in Mexico. I mean, they brought it everywhere. Smallpox, 8 million deaths. Uh, Coca Litsi, 12 to 15 million deaths. Hold on, go back. Uh, Coca Litsi, whatever that says. 1576, 2 million deaths. So you see at the top how it was up to 22 million people mm -hmm. there. And by the time you got to 1800, you see how few it is. Right. The decline, the drop. Right. Go down to Yale Historian. Then we're going to move on. Go down to Yale Historian. Did you pass it? Yeah, you passed it. Go back up. Got to slow down. Right there. Yep. Watch this, y'all. Yale Historian. Hey, 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 what, 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 what uh, state are we in, y'all? Okay, go ahead. 
Yale historian David Bryan Davis describes this as the greatest genocide in the history of man. Go ahead. Yet it increasingly clear that most of the carnage had nothing to do with European barbarism. Okay. The worst of the suffering was caused not by swords or guns, but by germs. You see that? It says the worst of the suffering of the killing wasn't physical warfare. It was chemical warfare. Hey, and that's heavy. And uh, I've been thinking about this uh, with this whole coronavirus thing came out. I, I looked. I think it was Officer Jeraham posted it. They was writing about this in a science fiction book back in the 80s, how it would destroy the population. But I was thinking about this. Um, we are we looking for guns and and. And all of that bombs to come, and God's showing His power with, you know, because He He lets things go. He would either says stop it or let it go. He letting the disease go throughout the earth. The Corona thing. Have y'all noticed the stock market is crashing? Crash, and it says the worst is what two thousand and eight. From a disease, Lord said, I'd knock all this out with just a disease. I'll keep you. At, he got whole his whole cities that are quarantined. Nobody's going to work in cities of population of five million. Everybody's in the house. God said, I'll take this out with a disease. That's power. Go ahead, Amazon. Amazon. That's stopping the, the uh, flow of trade, commerce, money. It's all stop disease. Um, Shalom leadership. Uh, not long ago, they also posted on social media the image of the ingredients or the um, chemical composition on the back of a Lysol spray bottle. Yes, yeah, there. The coronavirus is actually yeah. printed on. But now they said it has mutated. They said this strand has mutated on its own, just out the blue, mutated, right? In a in a place where they like to eat bat and dogs. Hey, hey, can I watched that? I watched a documentary last night, and exactly what you said. They shut down an entire city, trains, stores, everything has to be shut down. And they're posting videos of if you try to escape, they have they have a, a, a special force yeah, to come out in, in bio suits yep. and they capture you in a net. Yeah, and, yeah, drag, and drag you back into the city. I seen it. Hey, but you know, you know what they're doing secretly, officer. They're actually killing those affected because the hospitals are filled. They're killing them, like like firing squad, execution style. But they don't tell us that in the news. But that's what's going on over there. Uh, go back to the Wikipedia. Uh, read on where you was at. For example, by 1700, less than five. Watch this, y'all. Less than 5,000 Native Americans remain in the southeastern coastal regions of the United States. Southeast is where? Florida, Georgia, Carolinas. Read on. In Florida, in Florida there were 700,000 Native Americans in 1520. Read. But by 1700, the number was around 2,000. <laughs> in Florida alone, there were 700,000 Gadites here. But by 1700, it was only 2,000. The most I ain't playing no games, man. Most I ain't play no games with us. Go to, uh, let me see, is that it? Yeah, we're going to move on. Go to Psalms 35 and 1. Go to Psalms 35 and 1. The book of Psalms, chapter 35 and verse 1. Go ahead. Plead my cause, O Lord. Plead my cause, O Lord. Read on. With them that strive with me. Read on. Fight against them that fight against me. What should we, what should we be praying for? Read it again. 
plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me. Fight against them. You should be praying at the Lord, fight against those, read. That fight against me. I don't understand. We're in a fight, y'all. We're in a fight that we can't see. Y'all know what that's like? Fighting in the dark? That's like you fighting Mike Tyson in the dark. It's over. Mike Tyson got night vision. You can't see a doggone thing. You just like <laughs> and you, you know how women fight in the world. <laughs> women do the windmills. <laughs> they grab their hands over. The one who wins, the one who grabs the hair first. <laughs> but it's like fighting in the dark. That's why we got to ask the Lord. We got to pray. Man, when we pray, we should be, we should be fervent in asking the Lord to fight against our enemies because we can't see them. We can't see these chemicals that we're breathing in. And we're going to get there. We can't see it. We're going to go over. Y'all ever heard of environmental racism? Who ever heard of that? We got one sister, one brother, Officer Judah, because he heard me go over today. <laughs> it's something called environmental racism. And we're going to go over that today. We're going to go over it. We're going to go over it. Read it again. Psalms chapter 35 and verse 1. Read. Plead my cause, Plead. O Lord. Come on. With them that strive with me. With they that strive with me, read. Fight against them that fight against me. Go ahead. Take hold of shield and buckler. God says, we asking the Lord to fight against those that fight against us. All these nations are fighting. They are fighting. They are putting us in prisons. They are physically killing us and chemically killing us to the point where we can't turn. That's whether you're on the top or the bottom. You cannot escape. You cannot escape hell. They are even putting, and we're going to go over it. I don't want to jump the gun, but it's just it's killing me. Those that are in high standard in the world, meaning that those of us that are rich, that you know, are more wealthy than others, you are, you are, uh, you are, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You are categorized by zip code. See, see, y'all think zip codes are just for nothing. Zip codes determine who you are. <laughs> see, we don't look at it like that. But that's what Esau, when your realtor asks you, where do you want to live? What zip code? And you give them that white zip code, what they always do? They always somehow send you um, places with the wrong damn zip code that you asked for. Because your zip code determine who you are. We're going to go over that. We're going to go over that. We're going to go over that. Uh, get Psalms 35 and 1. Uh, I'm Psalms 56 and 1. Because even if you made it in life, they put you next to a chemical plant. <laughs> they put you next to a highway. I'm telling you, man, it's all systematically done. A train track. What, what fumes y'all think trains give off? What fumes do cars give off? Fumes that you can't see. Hell, fumes that you can't even taste. But you're breathing them. It's killing you. Psalms 56 and 1. The book of Psalms, chapter 56 and verse 1. Read. Be merciful unto me, O God. Be merciful, O God. Read. For man would swallow me up. Man, and, and that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to swallow us up, just like the days of Egypt. Just like the days of Herod. They're trying to kill us off. Read. He 
fighting daily oppresseth me. Read it again. He fighting daily oppresseth me. Y'all see that? Daily. I'm going to tell you, we may take days off to serve the Lord, but Esau don't take days off to kill our behinds. <laughs> that's why Joshua, when they say what? Meditate what? Day and night, because your enemies is practicing day and night. Your enemies are training 24-7 to kill us. But we don't train in the spirituality of God to defend ourselves. You got to understand that. If you don't train hard, you will not win the fight. Just like any other fight, any other uh, 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 sport, in anything. If you don't, uh, what's the word? Practice. If you don't study, you won't pass the test. If you don't practice, you won't catch the football. You'll never make a three-point like Shaq. <laughs> You'll be shooting air balls at, at the uh, uh, free throw line. If you never practice a head wrap, <laughs> your head wrap be all lopsided. You be wearing turbans. Yeah, you wear turbans all day. You be wearing shower caps. Why? Because you never practice wrapping your hair up. You never practice fringing. Your fringes will be off. Got on the back the ribbon blue hanging. On the right is all tight. On the left side you got the zigzags all over the place. The thread goes off the board <laughs> onto the clothes. Onto the clothes off. <laughs> you put on the shirt. The, the shirt is all buffy, but then to the fringe is real tight, snug in the body. You can barely pull it down. Like goodness gracious. Get it over your shoulders. You got right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Cap. Hey, the sisters don't got to worry, man. Their husbands will help them with their head wraps and stuff. Oh, oh yes, right. Judah. You Judah that do your wife here. And Levi's and Benjamin. Don't say, hey, hey, you know what it is. Judah just saying, we don't do no hair. No, I don't know, Cap. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Psalms 56 and 1 again. Psalms chapter 56 and verse 1. Be merciful unto me, O God. Go ahead. For man would swallow me up. He fighting daily oppresseth me. He fighting daily oppresses me. Keep going. Mine enemies would daily swallow me Y'all up. See that? Our enemies daily looking to kill us. This is a heavy script, man. Daily. Y'all know what I mean? The, who, who have been in a fight? Who have been in a fight that you lost? I raised my hand. I'm going to tell you, if you was a fighter, you lost one or two. Imagine losing that fight every day. Your eyes just be closed shut forever. <laughs> Two black eyes, missing teeth. Imagine losing that fight every day. God says, <laughs> God says our enemies fight every day. Go ahead, Cap. Uh, go to Lamentations 3 and uh, 21 on down. Let's read 19. 19 on down. This is going into that about them fighting against us daily. The book of Lamentations, chapter 3, and verse 19. Remembering mine affliction and my misery, the wormwood and the gall, uh-huh. my soul hath them still in remembrance and is humbled in me. For what reason? This I recall to my mind. Therefore have I hope. Uh-huh. It is of. The Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, uh-huh. because his compassions fail not. Read. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Read it again. They are new every morning. Uh-huh. Great is thy faithfulness. Read on. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. 
Therefore will I hope in him. Uh -huh. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. So in verse 23, it says they are new every morning. A lot of us take life for granted, not understanding that our enemy, he ain't took no days off. It, it says it. What, what was that you put in uh, Habakkuk, right? It says they devise iniquity upon their bed. And when it is morning, they practice it. Micah 2, they practice it. The only reason a lot of this stuff going on in the world don't touch us, and we see it on the news, we see it on Facebook, we see social media, and we'd be like, oh, that's that's far off. It's only because the Lord is shielding you throughout the night. Every morning you wake up, he's like, no, no, none of that stuff can touch them because they all right with me. They keep it the commandments, they repent, and they trying to get themselves right. Don't allow none of that stuff out there to touch them. But we cannot take it for granted and then the Lord be like, you know what? Let me remind them uh, of who I am. Let me remind them the only protection they got is me. And then you got all this turmoil in your life. That's because you forgot. You wasn't reminded. Read verse uh, 22 and 23 again. Verse 22. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. That's why we can't take not one day on this earth for granted. Go ahead, Ken. Hey, that, and that's a heavy point. That, that's going to segue to something we're going to go over a little later. We can't take we can't take none no day for granted because we are. I'm going to tell you that, that that's why they, that's why uh, we pray that the Lord cut the time short. Pray that He make it short because the things that we are actually enduring, we have no clue. It's amazing that we're alive, man. I don't think y'all understand that. To see this, for these nations to see us, is amazing. It's an astonishment that they have not killed us off completely. It's amazing. Go to uh, unethical human experience. Uh, wifi, uh, I'm about to say Wi-Fi. Wikipedia, you know what I mean. And real quick, just to add on that last thought, you know, amazing that we are still alive. You can just see in those statistics you just brought out to drop from 700,000 to 2,000 people, what would it take for them to just take it to zero? Right. It had to be God to stop it. Right, right, because they did everything. That's why they're creating new adventures every night. Maybe Micah 2, they devise iniquity upon their beds. That's every night. Every night they go to bed thinking about how they can kill our behinds. Every single night. Right, and you know Esau's tactics. He liked to destroy all evidence. So to really make this slavery, slave ships never happen, is to wipe all of us out. Right, yeah. They couldn't do it. Yeah. Go to the uh, Wikipedia. Go down to surgical experiments. I'm going to show y'all something. Sisters, I'm going to show y'all something real quick. Go down to surgical experiments. Surgical experiments throughout the 18th. You got to read quick, Joshua. Throughout the 1840s, J. Marion Sims, who was often who referred to. Who know about J. Marion Sims? Marion Sims. Who know about him? Sisters, who know about him? And you know what's crazy? Don't all of y'all go to a gynecologist? That's crazy. Until y'all been looking this stuff up. Gynecology was created off of y'all. And guess what? They, guess what? They experimented on y'all without anesthesia. They whole book, his book, his gynecology uh, medical book is based off of the anatomy of the Israelite woman. Yep. 
Go ahead, keep reading. You got a veto cap? who is often referred to as the father of gynecology, performed uh, surgical experiments uh, performed surgical experiments on enslaved African women without anesthesia. The women, one of whom is operated on 30 times, eventually died from infections resulting from the experiment. It says an enslaved African woman without anesthesia was operated on 30 times. Now watch this. Go down. Go down to in 1874. In 1874, Mary Rafferty, an Irish servant woman, came to Dr. Roberts Bartholow of the Good Samaritan Hospital in Cincinnati for treatment of her cancer. Seeing a research opportunity, he cut open her head and inserted needle electrodes into her exposed brain matter. He described the experiment as follows. Watch, these are the things that they did to the women. These are the things. Watch this. When the needle entered the brain substance, she uh, complained of acute pain in the neck. I want y'all to stop. Sis, I want y'all to really exact, really to soak this description in. Paint the picture of what you about to hear. I want y'all to paint the picture because when I read it, I felt this thing. I want y'all to paint the picture. Go ahead. In order to develop more decided reactions, the strength of the current was increased. So they stuck an electro needle inside her brain and turned up the electricity. Rudolph, her countenance exhibited great distress and she began to cry. Very soon the left hand was extended as if in the act of taking hold of some object in front of her. The arm pres presently was agitated with clonic spasm. I mean, her, she was, her arm was spasming. Go ahead. Her eyes became fixed with pupils widely dilated. Lips were blue, and she frothed at the mouth. Mm -hmm. Her breathing became stertorous. She lost consciousness and was violently convulsed on the left side. She lost consciousness and was violently convulsed on the left side. The convulsion lasted five minutes. How long? Five minutes. Go ahead. And was succeeded by a coma. So she went through all that, then she fell into a coma. Go ahead, watch this. She returned to consciousness in 20 minutes from the beginning of the attack and complained of some weakness and vertigo. So this is the, the experiment that they did to our women. They experimented on y'all. And guess what they do today? Still experimenting. Pull up, hey, pull up the video. Yeah, pull up the video. I just posted it in the Sabbath class group. It's, um, it's called... The U.S. medical system is still haunted by slavery. At the edge of Central Park in Manhattan, there's a bronze statue of a doctor named James Marion Sims, whose brilliant achievement carried the fame of American surgery Stop. throughout the entire. Stop! And I don't want to. I don't want to keep going. Stop! But y'all see this? It says his brilliant achievement. They are what is the what's the term? They're uh, uh, immortalizing. Or what's the word? Immortalizing. They're immortalizing this Edomite for the achievements he did off of the in, inhumane experiments of the Israelite woman. What you just read in that Wikipedia sound like torture. That don't sound like a brilliant idea. That sound like torture. Yeah, that, that's how they executed people. <laughs> Death row. Electricity. Go ahead. Go back to it. ...whose brilliant achievement carried the fame of American surgery throughout the entire world. 
He's the guy who created the vaginal speculum, an instrument gynecologists use for examination. He pioneered the surgical repair for fistula, a complication from childbirth, and became known as the father of modern gynecology. But that brilliant achievement was the result of a series of excruciating experimental surgeries that he conducted on enslaved women. In a lot of ways, Sims epitomizes the story of American medicine for black women. It's a system that's failing them to this day. From infant mortality to life expectancy, the racial disparities in healthcare are staggering. The gulf between black and white might be widest when we look at maternal mortality, with black women three to four times more likely to die in connection with pregnancy. Stop, stop. Y'all see that? says the black woman is more likely to die, three times more likely to die from giving birth than Esau. Hey, what does the scripture say? In Timothy, she shall be saved in childbearing. childbearing. If. Yep, if. Lord ain't playing. Yeah, most ain't playing. Go back to it, man. Dang. Birth than white women. And that divide can be traced back to doctors like Sims, who contributed to a long, largely overlooked history of institutional racism in medicine. Trying to understand a historical problem without knowing its history is like trying to treat a patient without eliciting a thorough medical history. You're doomed to failure. That's Harriet Washington, a medical ethicist and author who chronicled the intersection of race and medicine in her book, Medical Apartment. Hey, I got yeah, this book. Good book to get. Hey, I got this book. Sisters, I advise y'all after the Sabbath, go on uh, Amazon and buy the book. Tell you, you'll learn a lot. Deuteronomy 28 will open up for y'all. Trust me, you'll learn a lot on what America, the back of America's medical system concerning gynecology came from y'all. And still coming from y'all today. Go ahead. Intersection of race and medicine in her book, Medical Apartheid. While many of the stark racial disparities in healthcare can be attributed to environmental and economic factors like access to good healthcare, studies show that minority patients tend to receive a lower quality of care than non-minorities, even when they have the same types of health insurance or the same ability to pay for care. As African Americans, we've been abused for so long, consistently by the system, why should we trust it? Why should we go to it when ill? And that's eotrophobia. That's a fear of the healer. Pause now, I don't know about y'all, but I, I know that it's it's people that they, hey, you need to go to the, nah, I ain't going to no hospital. Nah, nope, I'm not going. You will try every backwood remedy that you can find before you have to go to the hospital. Hey, Cap, and it come from that. Every last one of us knows somebody that went to the hospital and never came out. Was feeling sick? Hey, man, I ain't feeling good today. Go to, yeah, I'm going to go to the hospital. And die at the hospital. How people say people go to the hospital to die. You know, that, that's the terminology in the world. Go ahead, Officer Luke. Right, right up here. I know it's just funny because in every hood, I notice there's a hospital there. And one of those hospitals, they always say, don't go to that hospital. Yeah, don't go to that one. Don't go to that go one. To this one. Die in don't that go one. to that one. Yeah, and they always do that. Yeah. Ain't no coincidence, man. Ain't no coincidence. It's certain hospitals that are designed to kill us. Go ahead, Amazar. And it's so true what you're bringing out because my wife suffered for years from different ailments. And it all linked back to just after, actually just before my son was born. He's nine years old now. 
where they finally figured out that it was her gallbladder that was failing her. And they took it out, and within seconds of them removing it, it bursted. Mm. But she suffered for years with constant vomiting, nausea. Yeah, man. They misdiagnosed you. you. That's why it's called a what? A practice. <laughs> I mean, it's not the real thing. They misdiagnose people every day. Uh, where we at? Go to... Oh, go go back to the article. Go back to the uh, Wikipedia. Unethical human experience. Go down to pathogens, disease, and biological warfare. Then you're going to go down to 1946. 1946. 1946 to 1948. The study and go go down. 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 Right there. Watch this, y'all. In a 1946 to 1948 study in Guatemala. Hey, hey, what tribe is is Guatemala, y'all? Huh? Go ahead. U.S. researchers used prostitutes to infect prison inmates. Go ahead. Insane asylum patients. Go ahead. And Guatemalan soldiers. With what? With syphilis Ooh. and other sexually transmitted diseases. Watch this, y'all. In order to test. In order to do what? To test. In order to test. Read. The effectiveness of penicillin. Who know about penicillin in here? Oh, we all know about penicillin. <laughs> That's a Judaic remedy. Penicillin, penicillin heal all things. Go ahead, but there was an experiment on our brothers. Go ahead to test the effectiveness of penicillin in treating the STDs. In treating STDs. Well, watch the next part. They later tried infecting people with direct inoculations made from syphilis bacteria poured into the men's penises. Y'all see that? I want y'all, I want y'all to pay attention, man. This man is the devil. They said they, they, they poured the syphilis into the man's private part. Hey, hey Cap, man, who, who lays on the bed and say, you know what? Um, Cap, hey, you know what? hey do we got to read it again? I was thinking, you know what? In the morning, <laughs> I'm going to get some syphilis and, and just pour. pour it down a man's penis. Hey, but you know what they used to do it? Lust. They used lust. They knew that the, our the, people was the infatuated. The, just to think that stuff they is. They know. They know us. They Like you said, every thought of them is deep. His soul ain't all right. He said, I, I know these people love sex. I'm going to use prostitutes to pour syphilis down their penis to see the the uh, um, see the outcome when, syph- when uh, penicillin is used. Just to see how it does. So I could put it in my lab for a later time. Go ahead. They later tried. I'm going to tell you, man, we're in chemical warfare, y'all. Hey, it gets worse. This is nothing. Lord's why I got time to pull it all out. This is nothing. Go ahead. They later tried infecting people with direct inoculations made from syphilis bacteria. Go ahead. Poured into the men's penises and on forearms and faces. And faces. Go ahead. That were slightly abraded. Or in a few cases through spinal Punctures. And it was puncturing their spines and pouring it inside their bodies. Syphilis, STDs. Right. Go ahead. Approximately 700 people were infected as part of the study. Read the periphery. Uh, oh, how you say it? 
Right. Parentheses, read it. Including orphan children. Remember we read that? They should not favor the what? The old or the, or the young. He said, I don't care, man. Keep going. The study was sponsored by the Public Health Service. The Public Health Service. Put money behind it to give Negroes and, Hisp- and Hispanics, Israelites, syphilis and STDs. That's what a lot of us, you know, and, and, and I've read up on this study about about the um, about the virus. The what is it? The herpes. Y'all know what I'm talking about. They got like different categories of it. They got the first, the first one, type A, type B, type you know. No, 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 not hepatitis, herpes. Like some, some people get like cold sores. That's that's like type one. Type two is like literal outbreak. Y'all know they say the majority of blacks and Hispanics got type one. Think about that. Whether you a virgin or not, they say you got type one. It's just dormant in you. And guess what brings it out? Stress. Guess what brings it out? A common cold. You get sick. A death in the family. You got a cold sore all of a sudden. But it's actually, it's passed down generationally. That's what I'm saying. I'm telling y'all, y'all got to pay attention, man. We in chemical warfare, man. Go go back, go back. Go back there to that sponsored by. Read, read all those names. The study was sponsored by the Public Health Service, the National Institutes of Health. What's this, y'all? The Pan-American Health Sanitary Bureau. Oh! Now, go ahead. Now, the World Health Organization's Pan-American Health Organization and the Guatemalan government. That's called WHO, right? That's what mm-hmm. they call it. World Health or The people yep. that's handling coronavirus right, right now is right. the ones that paid... That- for that back in the day. Yep, they paid for it. That's why this coronavirus, man, I ain't even, I ain't even studying it, man. I ain't worried about it as long as we hand sanitize, you know. Brothers and sisters, wash your hands. And guess what else you got to do? Keep the laws of God. Keep the commandments. The same thing when they did this, this swine flu. It swept through all the places but the hood for some reason. Not one Negro I do die for swine flu. <laughs> we, and we know big ones in the hood eating pork black what crazy. I'm Not one Negro. I do hey, die hey, from swine flu. I, I didn't hear no Negroes dying of mad cow disease. Right. <laughs> and, we, and you know we stay eating a bowl of cereal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love milk. Well, not no more. I, I, I do almond milk now. Almond milk. I'll pr- I have converted. I'll praise the most high. <laughs> Bought you milk loving Judas out there. And Levites. Fair life. Fair life. <laughs> hey, but I'm telling y'all, I'm telling you, what we are going through is chemical warfare. Go to the San Francisco Chronicle. Watch out. I'm telling y'all, it gets worse, man. This is nothing. Go to, we got to be, yeah, we got to speed it up. Dang it. Go to the San Francisco, where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Where we at? I'm, well, I, th- I think I'll just, where we at? I, huh? Dang, I, I didn't send it. Dang it. All right, go to the Tuskegee experiment. I didn't send it. But basically, the San Francisco article, it's an article where the government admitted to spraying pathogens in a city in San Francisco that was 80% black. 
and the people that were the people that they were they were uh they were um infected and the cases of uh what's it called when you can't breathe asthma the case of well, a lot of us got asthma a lot of us born with asthma that's a that's a birth defect but we don't look at it like that. Oh, he just got asthma. Just make sure he gets a pump. Walk around with a pump. That's a birth defect. Having asthma is not normal. Allergies. That ain't normal. You know what's crazy? How you can have you can not have allergies up, up to the age of twenty eight, and then you. <laughs> I never I never dealt with allergies until I went to Atlanta and my eyes swell up. Hey, my nose. I grew up. I, I got dropped off in Kentucky. Uh, my wife would tell you I was popping those little. Uh, uh, Elise, Ali, okay. From Walmart, the cheap kind, you know, the pink and the white ones. Y'all know the cheap kind. Yeah. The knockoff brand was popping those all the time. I come down to Florida. I ain't took an allergy pill in five, six years. Mm. But up there, oh, it get me. Yeah. Whatever the up there, whatever's up there, bring it out. Down yeah. here, I'm good. Sometimes that's that's happened I ain't to going me. back up here. No. Sometimes that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> go, go to the Tuskegee experiment. Tell y'all, man. Tell we in a battle, y'all. We are in a battle. Go to Tuskegee Experiment. Yeah, this is a video. How much time it is? It's only two minutes long. We're gonna go to a minute because we we can't go through all. In of July it. of 1972, the Washington Star newspaper broke the story about the controversial Tuskegee Institute syphilis experiment. For 40 years, from 1932 years, until 1972, the U.S. Public Health Service, in partnership with Tuskegee, secretly studied the effects of untreated syphilis in African-American men in Alabama. 600 black men, 399 with syphilis and 201 without the disease were induced to participate in the experiment. Nearly all of them were poorly educated, impoverished sharecroppers. In exchange for participating, they were promised free medical exams, hot Go ahead, keep going. Hot meals and a burial stipend. The men with syphilis were not told they were infected and were not treated even after penicillin was discovered to be an effective cure for the disease in the 1940s. Stop. All right, we're going to stop there. So the, our brothers that were infected didn't even know they were infected. Y'all understand, 40 years, I think they say a generation is what, 30 years? 40. For, generation 40 or 30? 40. 40. In that 40 years, he is now, that brother is now a grandfather. He had kids. His kids had kids. And guess what they all had? Syphilis. And didn't even know it. A lot of them infected their who? Their wives. Now the wives have syphilis. And guess what? They didn't even know it. Uh, they was getting experimented on and didn't even know it. And they, right. Then they move. Or, 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 or let's just say the, the man was a whoremonger. So he going from woman to woman, infected each woman with what? Syphilis. Go ahead, officer, real quick. I had to do some uh, report on this in school, and one of the questions that Esau asked on the uh, on the report we did mm. was it ethical what they did? Mm. I put, of course, you know, I put hell no, but they they even try to see if we even 
think that it's a bad thing because right. they said it it wasn't they said it was ethical due to the reason that it wouldn't have been progressions in the field of science. Saying. Right. So basically and, we were the guinea pigs. Yes. Woe unto him that justify wickedness. Yep. That's right. what that is. Yep. And then yep. they also said one other thing. They said that uh with with syphilis, they denied the, them to go to other physicians. They mm. wouldn't allow them to go to other physicians. And if they did, they got in contact with the other physicians and told them to tell them don't go give back. them their, their wow. medical report and to send them back to but them. Tell us some evil stuff, man. That's some evil stuff. A lot of us are bearing the infirmities of chemical warfare. A lot of us are. A lot of us. Get Leviticus 26 and 27. Leviticus 26 and 27. The book of Leviticus, chapter 26 and verse 27. Go ahead. And if you will not for all this hearken unto me, but walk contrary unto me, then I will walk contrary unto you. God says, if you don't hearken to me, I'm going to walk contrary to you. I mean, if I'm walking contrary, that means I'm walking against you. I'm against you, said the Lord. Read. Then I will walk contrary unto you also in fury. In fury, keep on. And I, even I, will chastise you seven times for your sins. Go to Baruch 4 and 6. We got to speed it up. Go to Baruch 4 and 6. This is so much to bring out, man. He's the devil. Uh, go to Baruch 4 and 6. Got to read quick. The book of Baruch, chapter 4, verse 6. You were sold to the nation is not for your destruction, but because you moved God to wrath. All right, you not that quick, Joshua. Oh. Goodness gracious. I read medium, brother. <laughs> medium speed. <laughs> he lost me. Goodness gracious. You know, when you fast forward something, brother, slow it down. <laughs> Go to medium speed, Joshua. Medium Brute 4 6. Baruch chapter 4 verse 6. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you were sold to the nations not for your destruction. Not for your destruction. But because you moved God to wrath. Y'all see God says I'll put you in captivity not to totally destroy you. That's why the Lord is angry with this 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 uh beast of an animal called Esau. Where Esau got us in captivity you know what they trying to do? Utterly destroy us. That's what they trying to do. Go to Genesis 27 34. Let, let's see where it stems from. Genesis 27 34. God says, I ain't trying to utterly destroy you, but this eat this Edomite guy, this uh beast of the field, the damn devil, the one I hate, he trying to utterly destroy. That's why God said ain't no ain't no repentance. Ain't no salvation for Esau. The book of Genesis, chapter 27, and verse 34. Read. And when Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with a great and exceeding bitter cry. Come on. And said unto his father, bless me, even me also, O my father. Uh, so this is the story of, uh, who is this, Isaac. He's about to die. He's got to give his blessings to Esau and Jacob. Jacob, uh, on the counsel of his mother, told him to go in with, with the goat's head to get the blessing. Esau came back, realized that his father blessed uh, Jacob as the firstborn, so he's pissed. Read on. Verse 35, and he said, thy brother came with subtlety and hath taken away thy blessing. Read on. And he said, is not he rightly named Jacob? For he hath supplanted me these two times. Read. He took away my birthright, and behold, now he hath taken away my blessing. Mm -hmm. And he said, hast thou not reserved a blessing for me? Come on. And Isaac answered and said unto Esau, behold, I have made him thy Lord, and all his brethren have I given to him for servants. Read. And with corn and wine have I sustained him. And what shall I I do now unto thee, my what verse son. You at? 
38. Go ahead. And Esau said unto his father, Hast thou but one blessing, my father? Bless me, even me also, O my father. Mm -hmm. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. And Isaac his father answered and said unto him, Behold, thy dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth, mm -hmm. and of the dew of heaven from above. Mm -hmm. And by thy, sword by thy sword shalt thou live. By murder, by killing shall you live. Go ahead. And shalt serve thy brother. Uh -huh. And it shall come to pass when thou shalt have the dominion, that thou shalt break his yoke from off thy neck. Now watch this next part. Go ahead. And Esau hated Jacob. And Esau what? Hated Jacob. And Esau hated Jacob. Read on. Because of the blessing wherewith his father blessed him. Go ahead. And Esau said in his heart. Esau said in his heart. The days of mourning for my father are at hand. Go ahead. Then will I slay my brother Jacob. It's the same spirit today. The same exact spirit. Esau got in his mind. I'm going to kill Jacob. I'm going to kill the Israelites. Go to, you say what? Uh, verse 42, go ahead. Verse 42, and these words of Esau, her eldest son, were told to Rebekah. And she sent and called Jacob, her younger son, and said unto him, Behold, thy brother Esau is touching thee, mm -hmm. doth comfort himself. Purposing to kill thee. Thou comfort himself. There you go. That's what it is. Comfort. Comfort. And, and, and the reason why I want to read that, comfort himself, whenever some stuff is, is um, you see is wrong against Israel going on, you don't see them as a whole stand up on your behalf. Like, this is wrong. Injustice. You might see a few of them sprinkled in because they got, you know, they play 2K. They like LeBron. You know, they might have a black boyfriend, something like that. They sprinkled in, in there. But as a whole, they don't stand up and be like, the injustices against those uh, black people and Hispanics no. is wrong. No, because they comfort themselves in right. you Your demise. dying off. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Officer Tobias. Real quick. Uh, get in the mic. Pay attention. That's why when they hung us, they made postcards and sent yep. it out, and they felt better. Yep. Smiling, the mm -hmm. little girl. Think about it, how can you hold a picnic after you just burnt somebody alive? Y'all know the smell? Go ahead, Chef, real quick. Uh, there was a video that came out uh, about the with the psychologist. They call that cognitive dissonance. Yeah. Mm. They, they created, uh, they made it easy for them to understand. They thought of us as brute beasts. Yeah. So when they killed us off, they were only just killing animals. Damn. Go to uh, a Pentagon admits. Watch this, y'all. Go to Pentagon admits. Read that. Blow it up a little bit and read it. Pentagon admits secret race-based gas experiments on minority U.S. troops in World War II. Uh-oh. The Pentagon admits that they experimented with lethal chemical warfare-based gases on minorities. Let's see who those minorities were. Go ahead. The U.S. military has admitted it carried out secret race-based experiments during the Second World War to test the impact of mustard gas. Of what? Mustard gas. Of mustard gas. On its soldiers. On its soldiers. Keep going. Puerto Rican and... Uh-oh. Stop. Who? Puerto Rican. Oh, dang. Who else? And African American. Oh. What kingdom? Northern and Southern kingdom. When they look at one, they see everybody. Esau don't distinguish between the two. So why are we doing that? Queen, go ahead. 
were tested separately in the belief that they might respond to certain chemicals in a different way to white truth. Wait, wait, so Puerto Ricans ain't white? Ooh. Damn. That's a heavy point. Hey, Esau know that. Esau know who the children of Israel are. We may act stupid. We may say, oh, they not Israelites. Esau know who the children of Israel are. They know get both of them, get the blacks and Puerto Ricans, and let's see how this mustard gas reacts to their skin. And the white soldiers, we're not going to, we're going to use them as uh, controlled uh, specimens. We're not going to put mustard gas on them. We want to see how it reacts to their skin. Go back. As many as 60,000 troops were enrolled to test chemical agents. Damn, that, that sounds like all of them. That sounds like every Israelite that enrolled in the army was tested. Go ahead. Including mustard gas in a program that was declassified. Declassified off the books. In the early 1990s. Go ahead. But it is only now. Well, watch this. 1990 was how long ago? 30 years. Not even, oh yeah, 30 years. See, I'm a 90s baby. I was born 1990. <laughs> Go ahead. But it is only now, after an investigation. Only now, 30 years later. By National Public Radio, that the Pentagon has acknowledged that it grouped subjects for its tests by race. So the Pentagon admitted this, y'all. Hey, and the heavy part about this is, is that if nobody would have got on to that little right. bit of thread of information, they would have kept that under wraps forever. That's why we start off with the Lord say, nothing that is here should not be revealed. I'm going to show y'all how wicked this man is. Keep going. African-American Rollins Edwards, uh -huh. 93, revealed he was one of those subjected to experiments. Uh -huh. He told NPR that officers took him and 12 others into a wooden gas chamber before gas was piped in. Mr. Edwards from Somerville, South Carolina said, it felt like you were on fire. It felt like you was on fire. Go ahead. Guys started screaming and hollering and trying to break out. And then some of the guys fainted. And finally, they opened the door and let us out. And the guys were just, they were in bad shape. Puerto Rican Juan Lopez Negron, now 95, told NPR he was also involved in the experiments, this time on a Panamanian island, mm -hmm. describing the effects of being exposed to mustard gas. He said, I spent three weeks in the hospital with a bad fever. Mm. Almost all of us got sick. The Independent, the Pentagon's press director, Army, go, go down to the U.S. Department. The U.S. Department of Defense and Veterans Affairs Chemical Biological Warfare Exposure System is a database that includes 6,730 veterans possibly exposed to mustard, agent, or lewisit. The mustard lewisit data includes the mass majority of World War II veterans. DOD identified 6,400 veterans exposed as part of the Project 112. I'm to get a chance. Project 12, go ahead. And or it's Project SHAD, go ahead. Shipboard Hazard and Defense. I want y'all to when y'all get a chance. Now go to the next article. Go to Puerto Rico. The poisoning of Puerto Rico. Go to that, and I want you to start at uh, Marrera is the star witness in a lawsuit. Go down. And, and what made me look this up is because, you know, I, I, I work at a government facility, and the people that were coming in, it's crazy how everybody's got colon cancer. Everybody's got prostate cancer. Everybody's dealing with some type of cancer. And I heard one of the doctors say to him, 
You say, yeah, yeah, they, it has, uh, they have researched it. And, yeah, it is from Agent Orange. He was a World War II veteran. So, you know, they had, they, they had to give him 100%. Tell you, man, you saw the devil. We are in the midst of chemical warfare. Go to Marrero is the star witness. Marrero is the star witness in a, quick. in a lawsuit filed in 2007 against the U.S. government by Mississippi attorney John Arthur Eves on behalf of more than 7,000 residents of the picturesque yet heavily polluted Puerto Rican island of Vieques. Mm -hmm. From 1941 until 2003, the U.S. Navy operated the a... The U.S. Navy! Operated a base here, conducting bombing runs and testing chemical weapons for use in foreign wars, from Vietnam to Yugoslavia to Iraq. Yes, America was using the island of Puerto Rico to test nuclear warheads, nuclear chemical weapons, nuclear chemical warfare. Go down to the three quarters. Watch this. The three quarters. The three quarters of Vieques population listed as plaintiffs in the suit blame the billions of tons of bombs. Billions of tons of bombs. Dropped by the Navy on Vieques' eastern half. Go ahead. And the toxic chemicals released into the water. Oh, don't that sound familiar? Release it to the water. Air and soil during that period for their physical and physiological illnesses, psychological illnesses. Vietnamese today suffer 30% higher cancer rates than other Puerto Ricans. Go ahead. 381% higher rates of hypertension. 381%. Read. 95% higher rates of cirrhosis of the liver and 41% higher rates of diabetes. Read. 25% more children die during infancy in Vieques than in the rest of Puerto Rico. Chemical warfare. Go down to environmental racism. Go get the next video. Get the next, um, that's a video or, is that a video? Yes. All right, all right, we got to hurry up. Go ahead. Envi what, that one right there? Uh, what is environmental racism? Go ahead. Play it. racial injustice, we think police brutality or the criminal justice system. But what about our air and water? Environmental racism. It's about policies and practices that discriminate against communities of color by making them live near landfills, sewage plants, and other polluting facilities. And while poverty has a lot to do with it, the leading environmental justice expert told me this. Racism trumps class. Even middle-income African-Americans are more likely to live in more polluted neighborhoods. Stop, stop. In fact, Go back. <laughs> Go back and pause it when he's done with this quote. Middle-income African-Americans are more likely to live in more polluted neighborhoods. Stop. It says racism trumps class. Even middle-income African-Americans are more likely to live in more polluted neighborhoods. Go to not Flint anymore. We got to speed it up a little bit. We can't go through everything. Go to not Flint anymore. That was a video. Oh, no, no, no. This article. Not Flint anymore. You got to read quick. It's not Flint anymore. More Michigan communities showing high levels. What year is this, Joshua? 2019. October 24, 2019. And we still talking about Flint, Michigan? With levels of lead in their water? We still talking about that. Watch this, though. Keep going. 
When you call the city of Melvindale's Department of Water and Public Works these days, you'll hear a message that goes like this. If you're calling regarding recent lead sampling results for the city of Melvindale, please note that the water supply we are provided from Great Lakes Water Authority is safe. Stop! <laughs> when you call the water plant, that's the message you get. If you're calling about having lead in your water, don't worry. It's okay. <laughs> Keep going. This applies to properties that have lead service lines going into their home. The message is there because this week, the, Mis the Michigan Department of Environment, Great Lakes and Energy released recent results of water sampled from 30 Melvindale homes. What this? Nine of those sites were above the federal action level for lead in water. Wait. 15 parts per billion. Melvindale's 90th percentile result, meaning 10% of homes sampled higher, 370 ppb. It's still in the water. Even in 2019, they're still trying to chemically kill us. Go to Wikipedia Plumbing. Watch this. I'm going to show y'all something. I'm going to show y'all something. Because I try to be a plumber at one part of my life. I try to be a plumber, but I couldn't do it. It's too nasty. <laughs> Go to uh, uh, Wikipedia. Uh, where we at? The Wikipedia. Um, go to, let me see where I want. Uh, Is that lead and copper rule? Huh? Yeah, we read that, read that. The lead and copper rule, LCR, is a United States federal regulation which limits the concentration of lead and copper allowed. So we understand the United States regulates the amount of lead and copper that is allowed in your drinking water. So if that regulation uh, gets, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? If it gets compromised over years... Not just one time. Years. What is that, brothers? That's chemical warfare. That's intentional. If I allow a, compromi a compromisation of my already regulated law, I'm allowing it. That's something that they allow to do. Go on, keep reading. Allowed in public drinking water at the consumer's tap, mm -hmm. as well as limiting the permissible amount of pipe corrosion occurring due to the water itself. Mm. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, first issued the rule in 1991 pursuant to the Safe Drinking Water Act. All right, that's it. Go to the next article. People in poor neighborhoods. Who are here living in a poor neighborhood? I know I do. I know I do. I know y'all got to raise your hand, but I'll raise it for you. Those that don't got two houses in a boat. I ain't gonna say no names, but that brother didn't raise his hand. But you ain't exclusive from these curses, bro. Go back. <laughs> Go to people in poor neighborhoods. <laughs> people in poor neighborhoods. Watch this, y'all. Breathe more hazardous particles. Read it again. People in poor neighborhoods breathe more hazardous particles. Breathe. Tiny particles of air pollution contain more hazardous ingredients in non-white and low-income communities than in affluent night. Hey, I'm a, here, here goes some story time. I got some stories. Uh, now, I know this to be true. I grew up in the hood. It's called the West End of Louisville. Nobody comes down there. You know the part where all the white folk used to live, then they moved out? went to around downtown, and then the black people moved in where they used to be. So that's where I was, at the end of the city. This is where the uh, sewer plant is and the electric plant and whatever you want to call it. All of the bad stuff is where we live at. Um, so the, the moment that I, um, I graduate high school, I go to um, Kentucky to, to play football. I go up there. 
And the moment I entered the city limits, listen to this, y'all. I'm leaving my my low-income neighborhood where I grew up all my life. I, the moment I hit the city limits of in Lexington, I begin immediately to start sneezing real bad. And all and I ain't got no cold. But I keep sneezing and the and the snot coming out is like a lime green or something like that. Like I got a, you know how it is when you got right, a cold. Right. Like, damn, I ain't got a cold. Right. That is my body for the first time in my life beginning to inhale clean air. And it's getting rid of all, all the bad stuff that's in you. I'm 18 years old, first time going on college campus mm-hmm. to like live there. Mm-hmm. I'm sneezing the whole day and it all looked the same. When I left Louisville, I was fine. When I got there, I'm sneezing stuff. My body's getting rid of the chemicals yep. from yep. breathing that stuff in for 18, 18 years, years of my life. Yep. Yep. So I, I know that to be true right yep. there. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of times people get lung cancer but never smoked a cigarette in their life. Never smoked a day in their life, but for somehow they got lung cancer. Never drunk a day in their life, but they got kidney, liver cancer. Go ahead, officer. That's like they had uh, not too long ago. Um, I can't remember where, but they had a uh, a uh, uh, what do you call it a lawsuit, uh, a class action lawsuit mm. of people that were getting moved, uh, uh, Jake getting moved to places where they have like the high power lines and so on. And a lot of them getting uh, leukemia and yeah. cancer mm-hmm. and so on yep. and stuff yep. like that. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what we're about to go to. Keep going. Tiny particles of air pollution contain more hazardous ingredients in non-white and low-income communities than in affluent white ones, a new study shows. Go ahead. The greater the concentration of Hispanics, Asians, African Americans... The greater... Zoom in, man. The concentration... Did I say that right? Yes. Concentration, right? Yeah. Of blacks, Hispanics... They know they had to throw Asians in there for some reason. Like we all the same people. Hispanics, Asians, African Americans, we don't. Or poor residents in an area, the more likely that potentially dangerous compound. You know what's crazy? We have we we may grow up with one Asian in our neighborhood. Yeah. That's but for some reason they want to throw the Asians in yeah. there. Man, all the Asians live in San Francisco, no, dude. You can't <laughs> ain't no damn Asians on this side living Bro. nowhere near blacks and Hispanics. They refuse to live around Bro, growing us. Up, I didn't play football in a neighborhood with Asians. No. There was no age. I believe that was playing what my basketball team. Right. <laughs> there was on the TV. I used to watch them on TV, Jet Li, but never, never rode with one. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> the more likely that potentially dangerous compounds such as vanadium, nitrates, and zinc are in the mix of fine particles they breathe. Go ahead. Lat- watch this, y'all. Latinos. Latinos. No, they keep them. Had the highest exposures to the largest numbers of these ingredients. Go ahead. While whites generally had the lowest. Y'all see that? Israel had the largest amount of exposure to these harmful, deadly uh, chemicals. chemicals. Now, this is the race. this is why people are like, oh, no, everything's fine. We're in post-racial. This is the racism that you can't there see. There you go. That's why it's, this is why God calls this place uh, mystery Babylon mm-hmm, the Great, the mm-hmm. mother of our, all yeah. harlots. The evil and the oppression that you're going through is so subtle you don't even pick up on it. Yep, you don't even see. Why it. you getting killed off generation after generation? Mm-hmm. Yep. I say it's designed for us to die. It is designed for us to die. Esau have created this place of hell. For us to die in and not die peacefully, die in excruciating pain. 
die from cancer, die from lung disease, heart disease, high blood pressure, diabetes. It is systematically done, man. Go ahead. Go. We, we got to move on. Go to uh, Tom for Whites. Tom for Whites. Time for whites to stop dumping their pollution on people of color. A March 2019 study published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, PNAS, found whites experienced 17% less pollution caused by their consumption of goods and services. Watch this. On the other hand, hand, blacks and Hispanics experienced 56% and 63% respectively more pollution than their consumption would generate. Y'all see that? says we experienced 60% more pollution than Esau. Read on. Whites experience a pollution advantage. Pollution advantage. While blacks and Hispanics experience a pollution burden. A pollution burden. Go to uh, Surat 36 and 7. Gotta quit now. Because I want to get to these last scripts. Huh? The book of Surat chapter 36. Medium. I'm sorry. Medium. Medium. Sirach chapter 36 and verse 7. Go ahead. Raise up indignation and pour out wrath. Go ahead. Take away the adversary uh-huh. and destroy. That's the what enemy. we pray for. We pray the Lord destroy our enemies. Raise up indignation, pour out wrath. Take away the adversary and destroy the enemy. Read. Make the time short. What? Make the time short. We pray the Lord destroy our enemies and make this time short. Make this captivity shorter, Lord. Read. Remember the covenant. Remember the covenant you made with our forefathers, Lord. This is what we should be praying for. Read. And let them declare thy wonderful work. Get Matthew 24. We pray the Lord shorten his time, man, because Esau is trying to utterly destroy us off, man, completely. Not just by the gun, not, not just by the bullet. The chemicals, the food. Everything is all mixed in together. Hey, and now that you bring, you talking about the food, right? I was, me and Zahar was riding um, before um, sundown, right? And um, we riding up US-1. We happened to come in from the back end. So we riding through. I'm like, man, this look, you know, I don't think I've been on this side before. Riding through here, and I'm looking at all the nice stuff around. I'm like, oh, okay, I don't know where we at. (laughs) And then I get into an area that I recognize, and I think back on the stuff we just rolled past. And I said uh, to Zahira, this is racism. Yeah. You will never find this whole food organic place, this whole foods right here, this Best Buy over here, this Target over here. All these healthy food places are back here where Esau stay at. And the further you get to where we live at, now you start seeing the Burger Kings. Right. Started seeing the yep. uh, the Checkers yep. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, uh, the Wendy's. Yep. None of that stuff. I didn't see not the one hooks. of them. I didn't see not one of them mm-hmm. at all. Where we was riding through the nice neighborhood with yep, the food. Yep. That's racism. Yeah, that's right racism. That's environmental racism. Environmental they promote racism. healthy foods to Esau and bad foods to Jake. Yep. That's what they do. That's why they put a hooks, fish, and chicken in our neighborhood. And and you know what we do? And this is how we know we based on we live in a decent area. Whenever we see a Chick-fil-A and a whole yeah. Oh, yeah. A Whole right, Foods, we be like, oh, this is a nice a area, area over right here. here. You ain't got to see nobody nowhere. You be like, right. oh, this is Chick-fil-A and yep. Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. This is a good area. You yep. know that automatically. Yep. Hell, if you live in the hood, it's North Miami, going to get my hair cut, and it's a Wawa on the corner oh. down the street from where Levi live at. I'm like, 
Oh damn! They putting yeah, the wawas. Yeah, I'm shocked. Yeah, I'm like, they putting the wawas over here because you're not used to seeing that yeah, in our neighborhoods. Yep. Right. Gentrification might be coming. Yep. We're not used to seeing those nice things where we at because they systematically destroying us with the food slowly. Absolutely. Go to Matthew 24:22. Watch this. Matthew chapter 24. Yeah, almost, uh, a few more scripts. And verse 22. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. For the whose sake? For the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. We are being put in the most vulnerable position to die. That's why we got to pray that the Lord send his son to save his people. And in the meantime, we still need to keep God's commandments and the faith to his son. Because you can live your whole life eating everything that God tell you to eat and still die from high blood pressure. You can live your whole life eating exactly the way God tell you to eat and still die from gout, from diabetes. So it takes more now. It takes more effort. It takes more desire to live. Like kept always going over about uh, eating right, G-bombing. You know, eating your greens, beans, vegetables, onions, berries, fruits, and mushrooms, not seeds. We joke about it, but it's the real deal. We got to get more uh, serious about our life, about our health. And, and the reason why is because the scripture says, I think it's Ezekiel 4, mm-hmm. it says, Israel shall eat their yep. food defiled, defiled. among yep. the Gentiles. So just think of this. You got defiled food on top of pollution, pollution. that you can't see. Yep. Now you see why the life expectancy of us is so it's short. dropping, man. So you got to counter that by at least the one thing we can change is our diet. diet. Yep. 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 So we got to change that, y'all. We got to get more serious. Diseases going on, sickness, but don't give up the fight. Diseases are going on. Sicknesses are happening, popping up every day like this coronavirus. They're getting everybody bent all out of shape for it. But we shouldn't be scared. We should take the necessary precautions, meaning we should eat, we should start to clean up our diet because with a bad diet, you're more vulnerable to sickness. You're more vulnerable to diseases. So we should start to clean it up because even the air you breathe is deadly. Even the air you breathe may cause cancer in five years, ten years. You go to the doctor, you gotta find out you got stage four cancer. This is happening, y'all. This ain't no joke. Get Psalm 62 and 1. Psalm 62 and 1. That's why we gotta get serious about this, y'all, because Esau is on the problem. I mean, like like scripture say, day and night, he is devising iniquities upon his bed on how he could kill us all. The Psalm 62 and 1. Psalm chapter 62 and verse 1. Go ahead. Truly my soul waiteth upon God. Come on. From him cometh my salvation. From him cometh our salvation. Christ is our salvation. When Christ cracked that sky, it's game over. Ain't no more pollution in the air. <laughs> Ain't no more cancer. Ain't no more, uh, uh, what, 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 what's the thing that, that, uh, that, 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 that plague our sisters? I'm going to tell you no coincidence that majority of our sisters, what they got, what is it called again? Uh, fibroids. Y'all think that's a coincidence? That ain't no coincidence. Now, majority of our sisters got fibroids. Can't have babies. And it's linked to the what? To the perm. And what they push on our sisters? Perm. Ain't no coincidence, man. Go ahead. Keep reading. That's chemical warfare. Go ahead. Verse 2. He only is my rock and my salvation. He only is my rock and our salvation. Get Isaiah 49, 13. 
We almost done. Two more minutes. 49.13. Go ahead. Isaiah chapter 49, verse 13. Sing, O heavens, and be joyful, O earth. Read. And break forth into singing. Break forth into singing. Come on. O mountains, for the Lord hath comforted his people. The Lord has comforted us, man. Do y'all know just the fact that he woke us up to all of this? That's comforting. Because I know if I go tomorrow, I know I went the right way. I know I, I died keeping the commandments. I died at least attempting to do what I was purposed on this earth to do. That's how we all should think. Read on. And will have mercy upon his afflicted. And I know the Lord will have mercy on us. Those that continue to fight and endure till death, until he returned, we shall get mercy. Read on. But Zion said, the Lord hath forsaken me. And I know it may seem like the Lord has forsaken us. I know it may seem like through trials and tribulation, everything that we're dealing with, we may feel forsaken. Read on. And my Lord hath forgotten me. Read. Can a woman forget her sucking this child? the Lord is answering. Can a woman forget her sucking child? I know my sisters that, you know, just gave birth. The Lord asks you, will you forget your child? Will you forget to feed your child? Watch this. We don't. That she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Read. Yea, they may forget. God says, yeah, you may forget. You may forget to have compassion. You may forget the comfort. You may forget to feed your child. Read on. Yet will I not forget the thee. The Lord say, I'll never forget you. The Lord has not forgotten us, y'all. I, I know we going through this thing, but we got to endure together. Because that's all we all we got. We all we got. We got to do this thing together. Keep going. Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. I mean, I know you like the back of my hand. Y'all know that terminology. Judah know. I know you like the back of my hand. I know you before you knew yourself. That's a Judah terminology right there. <laughs> Read on. Thy walls are continually before me. Read. Thy children shall make haste. Thy destroyers and they that made thee. That's it. It says thy walls are continually. I mean, when we cry, the Lord is listening. He hear us, man. He hear us. He hear us. Last script, Sirach 35 and 16. And you're going to read the, the rest of the chapter, Sirach 35 and 16. The book of Sirach, chapter 35 and verse 16. Come on. He that serveth the Lord shall oh, be accepted man, with favor, and his prayer shall reach unto the clouds. I'm sorry, hold that. Get Sirach 38 and 9. We got to read this real quick. Sirach 38 and 9. Sirach chapter 38, verse 9. Read. My son, in thy sickness, in thy sickness be not negligent, go ahead. but pray unto the Lord. Pray unto the Lord. And he will make thee whole. Read. Leave off from sin. What do you do? Leave off from sin. Brothers, what does sickness come from? Sin. God says, leave off from sin. Go ahead. And order thine hands aright. Go ahead, and, right. go ahead. and cleanse thy heart from all wickedness. From all wickedness, go ahead. Give a sweet savor and a memorial of fine flour. Mm, repent. And make a fat offering. Make a supplication. As not being. Then give place to the physician. Then you go to the doctor. So when we're sick, we need to ask the Lord for forgiveness. But don't get it twisted. Being sick does not always mean you in sin. You read that? I think it's in the book of Matthew. When he asked, did he sin or did his father sin? So being sin does not always mean you were sin. But God says, ask for forgiveness and then go see the doctor. So we got to make sure we understand that. Now go back to uh, Sirach 35 and 16. 
Sirach chapter 35 and verse 16. Go ahead. He that serveth the Lord shall be accepted with favor, uh -huh. and his prayer shall reach unto the clouds. His prayer shall reach unto the clouds. Go ahead. The prayer of the humble. The prayer of the humble. Pierceth the clouds. Y'all know what pierce means? That means it just it go right up. Pierce through it all. That means it hits the Lord's ear. When you're humble, humility. Read on. Until it come nigh, he will not be comforted. Until it come nigh, he will not be. I mean, the Lord ain't even sleeping. The Lord ain't sleeping until it comes. Read on. And will not depart till the Most High shall behold to judge righteously. To judge righteously. And execute judgment. That's what the Lord is about. You understand these, this nation that we are living in has done so much things to us. Man, it's just so much that we can go over. It's so much. This is only one aspect of it, chemical warfare. How to the point where they put us in areas where the air kills us. You know, that's amazing. They put us in areas to where even the air we breathe kills us. Read. For the Lord will not be slack. The Lord will not be slack. The Lord will not be lazy or slothful. Read. Neither will the mighty be patient toward them. Go ahead. Till he have smitten and sundered the loins of the unmerciful. Y'all see that? The Lord said, I'm not going to be patient toward this nation. I'm going to smite them asunder. Read. And repaid vengeance. And do what? Repaid vengeance. And that's what we pray for. We pray for vengeance. We pray that the Lord repay vengeance unto this wicked nation. Read. To the heathen. Read. Till he have taken away the multitude of the proud and broken the scepter of the unrighteous. Go ahead. Keep going. Till he have 20. rendered to every man according to his deeds and uh -huh. to the works of men uh -huh. according to their devices. Read. Till he have judged the cause of his people. Till he have judged the cause of his people. That means he's listening to what's going on. And he going to judge it in that day. Go ahead. And made them to rejoice in his mercy. Verse 20. Mercy is seasonable. In the time of affliction. Watch this, y'all. This is a heavy part right here. Read. As clouds of rain. No, read verse 20 again. Verse 20. Mercy is seasonable in the time of affliction. Read. As clouds of rain in the time of drought. No, no, no. Mercy. No, no, no. It says mercy is seasonable in the time of affliction, just like clouds of rain in the time of drought. In the time of drought, nothing lives. But what you praying for? Rain. And when the rain comes, you rejoicing. It says mercy is seasonable in a time of affliction. So right now we got to go through this affliction. Right now we go through this affliction where nothing lives. We go through this affliction where nothing strives. Nothing thrives. Nothing is being built. We go through this affliction, but the Lord say mercy is coming. Mercy is seasonable. And, and with a season, you best believe it's coming. So I'll praise to the most high. I pray y'all learn something from today's class. Uh, I'll praise to the most high. We used to scream black power while Heron was pushed. But at the end of the day, nothing's in vain. IUIC has been given a vision. The tents of Judah has risen. Many has attempted the mission. Minor murmuring, omitting, and missing the mark. Just reading that he had the flame of fire in his eyes gave us the spark. We on Paul's mission. We out on the road, purple and gold, from Mexico, Cuba, Haiti, Ghana, Sierra Leone. 144,000 boots banging, concrete crackling. These are our men repented at heart. The scriptures is proof. IUIC, we deliver the truth.
have I spoken before thee, O Lord, because thou madest the world for our sake. Hey, hey, hey. We in your city, your hood, we always prophesying. We be the salt of the earth, we be that iodine. We be the men with no fear, we in the front lines. We always ready, girded up, it's war time. We marching all down your street, we be a thousand deep. It's a phenomenon when you see us, it's so unique. But God, let hey, God right. be true, That's and right. every man a liar. Hey, hey. Hey, Judah with the brethren, can't concern no leavening. Bible is the medicine, weaponry is heaven sent. Sow your damn soul for some stew and some venison. He saw you were relevant, smack the past the reverend. Navigate the stars, bass the Santa Claus, Ezekiel 36 and 5. Stole my land and call it yours? Y'all heathen about to get burnt, Scott Storch. Philosophies and hypocrisies, living like Hippocrates, Grecian and apostasy, heresies of subliminal identity, Negro, black, colored, it's a fallacy. Niggas strapped the slave ships, trapped the pagan tragedies, Hellenistic rhapsody. They wearing dresses when we check it, calling new masculinity. What's the humanity? Bastards stole the canopy, no hedge of protection. Death and life is in the power of the tongue So knowing that, tame it for destruction come Don't raise a fool, gotta chasten up your son From these curses, nowhere that you can run Don't turn your ear from the law, listening to Satan Causing your prayer to become an abomination Then you shall remember your ways and your evil doings That were not good, that were not good And shall loathe yourselves in your own sight For the abominations that you do day and night Not for your own sakes do I say to say the Lord Be it known unto you that I got the sword Be ashamed and confounded of your ways O house of Israel, O house of Israel we always ready, girded up, it's war time Honor, glory, redemption, you know it's our time Faith, patience, salvation, the truth, we gon' shine Shall your brethren go to war and you sit your behind? The other people that are not chosen by you, God Thou hast said that they are nothing God said what? They are nothing You so mean, God? They are nothing God said that they ain't Nothing. Just us, real. But be like unto spittle. God said they like that to me. I know I made them. I know what you think. I know how you feel. But I said they like spit to me. And they are nothing. Real. And has likened the abundance of them, all of the other nations, read, unto a drunk.